Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine. Seals, happy, happy day. And it is Black Joy Friday. Don't we love it? Happy Friday. It's Friday, February 2nd, 2024. I can't even believe it. It's also Hound Dog. It's Groundhog Day. It is Groundhog Day. What is Punk Satani Phil going to say about the weather now? As far as I'm concerned, that groundhog, I don't know. I mean, I guess groundhogs would be more tapped into climate change than anybody. So I wonder if he's changing up his thoughts on things. Uh, we're going to spread some Black Joy all day. That's something we don't switch up, okay? Every Friday, we about that life. We're also going to play the word game and find out, will TJ defeat our reigning champion, DJ Supreme? All right, we're going to get into this week's Public Seals announcement, which I had an epiphany on my uh, bathroom floor on Saturday last weekend. And uh, I'm sharing it with you in the PSA this week, all right? We got all that coming up today on the Amanda Seals Show. So make sure to listen, laugh, and learn with us because it's going to be a good one. I mean, it always is. Let's be real. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. It's a Black Joy Friday. Supreme, give him a little bit of this. A story of Black Joy. As a proud father of a Morgan State Bay, I got to make a proud announcement that Morgan State University School of Global Journalism and Communication is set to partner with filmmaker Spike Lee's 40 Acre and a Mule Filmworks. Here's what they got going on. It's a collaboration about producing an extensive multimedia summer internship program. It's set to set off this summer, positioning students for future success within the film industry. Students will embark on an eight-week internship experience in either Los Angeles or New York and the interns will collaborate closely with producers delving into film production script writing and editing I have a young man that I'm about to go tell sign up for that immediately because that looks dope <laughs> we love to see it you know uh, 40 Acres and the Mule has been doing apprenticeship programs for quite some time and uh, it's really important because let me tell you this business they only be high in their homies and their friends so mm. this is a pipeline into the business that gets around those limitations. So shout out to Spike and 40 Acres and the Mule for definitely making this happen. We'll be right back with more of the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, everybody out there. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and y'all know I love words. Y'all know I love words so much so that when they saw that little Scrappy had come out his face, they was like, oh, she about to obliterate him with these SAT words. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are going to get into a word game of the week. This is when we take all the words that we have taught you all over the course of the week and we test TJ and DJ Supreme on their knowledge of these words. Why? Because retention is key when it comes to building your vocabulary. <laughs> I be rapping, boy. I be rapping. Now, I feel like these words were actually like pretty common. So I'm going to make this a little bit harder. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to 
say the word in a sentence and you need to give me the definition of the word and spell it to get the point. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) She said, come on. Come on. So that's how it's going to go. All right. DJ Supreme, what is your buzzer? I think I'm going to go with uh, Uchi (laughs) Wally. Oh, I got chicks in the living room getting it on and they leaving to make fun. Yeah. Shout out to horse. Okay. DJ, what will be your uh buzzer? I'm going with cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Shout out to MC Light. When you say you love me, it doesn't matter. It goes into my head as just chit-chat. You might take the seagull teaser cola just for a free, but would you say I take them a bit seriously? The first sentence is. Tabitha Brown is beautiful and vivacious and known for her positive attitude and spirit. Cha-cha-cha. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, TJ. It would be someone who is happy. Lively, spirited. Happy. That is correct. Hold on. That is correct. That is correct. Now... Can you spell it? Mm. Yeah, that should. Well, let me not say it should be easy. <laughs> so let me just spell it. V I B A C I O U S. That is correct. <laughs> All right, we're on our way. Next sentence. Looking for an unfettered experience? Join our mommy and me pole dancing classes. <laughs> Okay, and that's TJ. how I remember that. Word. <laughs> TJ Supreme, what is the meaning and spelling of unfettered? Something that is not controlled, unrestricted, no boundaries on this. That is correct. Um, it is U N F E. Is it two T's or one? Two T's. E R E D. All right, all right, tied up, tied up, tied up. People in my comments are gonna learn that I am knowledgeable in multiple bailiwicks, so don't come. Uchi Wally. Uchi Wally, Uchi Wally, I know that. (laughs) Confidence. All right, DJ Supreme. Someone with um, supreme superior knowledge on a subject (laughs) or an authority on the subject. Yes, sir. Now for the full point. Um, it. It's, it's kind of like, I remember this, it's kind of like Bala Kenwood in Philadelphia. So we're going to go with B-A-I-L. Is it an I or a Y? I'm going to go with I-W-I-C-K. All right. All right, TJ, you can tie it up still. You can still tie it up. The sentence is, after months of organized boycotts, company officials, let's do wishful thinking. After months of organized boycotts, the Israeli regime finally capitulated to the protesters' demands and liberated Uh, Palestine. Yes. That means like to surrender. To surrender to the other side or surrender um, to the opponent. Surrender. Yes. She's like, surrender. I said surrender. Why you keep looking at me? I said surrender. Like, what what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we doing? (laughs) Now can you spell it? So capitulate. C-A-P-I-T-U-L-A-T-E. There it is. There it is. All right. 
right, DJ. We I'll see you. We got a tie you. game. We got a tie game right here. Look at y'all. Yeah, there was, that was, that was good. a good one. That was a good one. That there you go. Pressure. I hope y'all use these words this weekend. Unfettered, bailiwick, vivacious, and capitulate. Don't say we never taught you nothing right here. All right. See Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with more right here to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, sis, got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Be careful of people whose generosity only extends from their dominance. You know, like you'll have people that you think are your friends and they'll be generous, right? They'll be like, oh, like we family, like, you know, we share, et cetera, et cetera. But they only do that from a place of I am in the capability of giving to you. You are receiving from me. And it's it's something that is very nuanced. But when you realize it, you're like, hold up. Oh, this person like this is like a top down type because when the role is flipped and you uh, are wanting something from them where you are in the place of dominance, watch how they don't show up. Watch how they move in a way to have some sort of like power struggle. Just watch. I mean, this is something I've recently just experienced. And when I brought it to the person's attention, they vehemently denied it, but they definitely didn't want to hear about it. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's rule. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. Amanda, what's going on? I heard you say that you kind of lost your creative mojo. Um, you know, it, it comes and goes. You know, you know, there's like writer's block, artist block. But one thing that inspires me, I, I'm an artist as well, I'm a writer and things, um, is watching other people who strive to be their best. And I just saw a documentary about a young lady named Beth Ann Hardison, who yes. was deep in the fashion industry. Uh, I believe she discovered Tyson Beckford and uh, a few other people. <clears throat> and uh, her story is so heavy. And it's a, a documentary called Invisible Beauty. I think it's on Max. But check it out. It's real inspiring. It may may get, get that spark back in you. All right? Hope Thank well. you. Bye. So she actually sent me the link to the documentary and I never, I didn't get a chance to watch it. But for those who don't know, Beth Ann Hardison is also Kadeem Hardison's mother. Kadeem Hardison, of course, the famous Dwayne Wayne and also is playing the father on the new Casey undercover show with Zendaya. Um, but yeah, I mean, I need to watch that. I'm long overdue and shout out to Beth Ann Hardison. She'd be commenting on my post and I always feel so special that such an esteemed elder uh, sees me and hears me and shows me love. So I'm, I need to do that. Thank you for bringing that back to my purview because I need to show her documentary some love and we'll be doing that 
very shortly. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seals, happy, happy day to everybody. Happy Fry, 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 yay. And happy birthday to Shakira. Shakira, that's how she sings. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> that was kind of I'm going to take that laugh as a strong six. That was kind of close. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> that's how she sounds in my head. <laughs> I'll say do that. Hips That's don't lie. Do hips don't lie. Oh, I don't even remember how it goes. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Levita Loca. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking Levita Loca. I don't remember how hips don't lie goes. But I know that her nose, her nasal is always involved. So, Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Coming up this hour, we're going to spread more black joy. I'm going to share some things I learned this week and uh, we'll check the voicemails. Stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It, at Seals Said It, and give us a call at 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. All right. Uh, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Yo, it's the Amanda Seals Show. Your girl, Amanda Seals, here on a Black Joy Friday, just handing out Black Joy like like oils on 125th Street in Harlem. Let's get into it. <laughs> a story of Black Joy. This one definitely makes me happy. Zendaya has insisted that Disney cast Black actors as her family in Casey Undercover or she'll decline the role. So shout out to Zendaya, who is 21 years old and she boldly stood up to a major corporation. I know that's very hard to do sometimes. She's only 21. Well, She's 27. Okay. I was Zendaya. like, if she's 21, then I'm 35. <laughs> so shout out to 27-year-old Zendaya who boldly stood up to a major corporation in order to make sure that we were authentically portrayed. When asked where she got the power to stand up and make this demand, Zendaya said, I didn't feel like there was any other choice. I was like, if I'm going to do this, this is how it has to be. There needs to be a black family on the Disney Channel. And big shout out to Kadeem Hardison and Tammy Townsend, who were among the actors who were cast. So we're going to get a little bit, a little bit of different world flavor in there. And Casey Undercover recently wrapped on filming. Um, I don't know when, but it just recently wrapped. But yeah, there you go. Never forget that Zendaya is from Oakland. Okay. okay. The home the home of Pimpin' and Pamper. <laughs> Never forget that Zendaya is from Oakland, the home of Pimpin' and Panthers. All right. All right. Shout out to the town. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, let's go. Come on now, stop playing. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are joined by Desmond Thorne, our resident film, television critic, and connoisseur to give us our weekly dose of Watch, Don't Watch. All right, what's our watch this week? What's our watch? Ooh, okay, so this is a controversial one. This is very controversial. Uh, We're dealing with two animated films up for Best Animated Feature this year at the Oscars. Our first one is from an animation master, our watch, and our Don't Watch is a sequel to a animated film. So... Our watch is The Boy and the Heron, the latest film from Hayao Miyazaki, animation master. And it's a big one to chew on. The original Japanese title is called How Do You Live? So, like, it's dealing with grief. Let me tell you something about these... These kids' movies be really on one now. That's the thing. It's kind. This one kind of really isn't a kids' movie. It's very like. It's just grief. animated. It's exactly. Okay. It's okay. very like uh, philosophical. It's like uh, Mononoke meets Howl's Moving Castle with like a sprinkle of Spirited Away and a dash of Castle in the Sky. So it's like a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is not a light watch. Exactly. Not a light watch. And it's something that you want to see multiple times because there are so many layers to it. And of course, with Miyazaki, you're getting some magic and you're getting some flight and you're getting some old ladies. So it's like (laughs) a lot of his things all together. And though it was going to be his last film, he apparently wants to make another one. But it certainly does kind of feel like a, a swan song in a way as he's getting up in the years. Okay. All right. All right. It's really good. Now, what is our don't watch? Our don't watch is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is... Is this... Okay, this is Black Spider-Man. Yes, and this is the sequel to the first one. And it's not like a straight up don't watch. It's in, I think it's a bit overrated and like don't rush to watch, you know? Wow, overrated is a strong word. It's a strong word, but it's how I felt about it because I loved the first (laughs) one, you know? Okay, okay, so that says something that you really loved the first one. I love the first one. I think in the second one, it's missing some of that like emotional heartbeat mm. that's in the first one and some that's, of the cultural like stuff. With all the comic stuff though. Right? It like sucks. They I connect think... us to it and then after that they're just like we gotta fight everything. Everything's Exactly. Fighting. They get too big for their britches and this one feels like it's just setting up the third one. It feels like Oh, it's a bridge. Many... Exactly. Like Wakanda forever. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. We just gotta pour one out for the potential on that one. Like <laughs> I feel like oh, the third one man. is gonna really bring it home, but that second I one was a rough ride. I really hope so. It was. I think so what I people it. miss about the second movie in a trilogy is that like you want to know what's gonna happen next, but you shouldn't be so dependent on what's gonna happen next. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like Empire Strikes Back is a perfect example. Like Which is everyone... why it is the best of the entire Star Wars actual canon. Empire exactly. Strikes Back is the best film in the Star Wars canon. Let's fight about it. 
that's how you do a sequel. And you know, when I see um, animated films that involve Black people, because there's not a whole lot of them, the expectations are very high, you know, perhaps higher than they should ever be at any time. And at the same time, too, like, you know... Uh, I've also heard that the animators were treated very poorly during this process and that puts a bad taste in my mouth because that's the best part of the movie. The story misses, but the animation is still gorgeous and stellar. So that fact turned me off, you know? Productions are hard, but they shouldn't affect your livelihood that much. You know what I mean? Well, the production should be challenging, but not duress. Exactly. Exactly. They should not crush your soul. We're being creative. We're making art, y'all. Come on. Well, there you have it. Watch, don't watch. So we're going to watch. What was the first one? The Boy and the Heron. The Boy and the Heron. If you want some deep animated energy, but don't watch Return to the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. If you, yeah, you could, you, well, as you said, you were like, it's not that you don't watch it, but you don't got to rush. Exactly. Too much going on. Too much. Too much. (laughs) Well, we always have just the right amount of stuff going on here at the Amanda Steele Show, like having Desmond Thorne join us every week to give us a watch, don't watch. You can't say that we ain't telling y'all something on how to not waste your time. Thank you, Desmond, once again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. By the way, you guys can subscribe to my newsletter at my website. AmandaSeals.com and you can get Desmond's Watches Don't Watches in an extended list uh, in the newsletter as well. So make sure you check that out. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Shout out to you, still for being a real one. We trying to learn. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another edition of Things I Learned This Week. Okay, so these are all going to be nature related. All right. Learn about nature. I've been really trying to make myself go in nature a bit more just to help with my mental health. So, you know, it's always good to know about things. Did you know that magnolia flowers are pollinated by beetles because the species is so ancient? They appeared on Earth before bees. Oh, wow. Isn't that fascinating? They are an ancient genus. They appeared before bees evolved and they're theorized to have evolved to encourage pollination by beetles. They avoid damage from pollinating beetles. The carpels to avoid the damage from the beetles, the um, the carpels of the magnolia flowers are very tough and they have found fossilized specimens of them dating to 20 million years ago. Oh, wow. 
so that was fascinating. I have magnolia trees, uh, a lot of magnolia trees around my neighborhood and like right next door, my next door neighbor has one and I can see the blooms like right outside my bathroom window. And it's always neat because magnolia tree blooms like ever so often. So when it happens, you're like, oh, wow, look at that. I'm a geek like that. Um, all right. I also learned that the first full moon of the year occurred on January 25th and it is called the wolf moon. And this tradition of naming full moons dates back to Native American tribes in North America who tracked the seasons by giving distinctive names to each reoccurring full moon. And the name for the for the wolf moon refers to the howling of wolves that was often heard during this time of year. And while I was watching this video, which has a wolf howling, my dog started howling. So that was also trippy. <laughs> like, y'all really is cousins. That's crazy. Right. Last but not least, shout out to all my cancers, all my crabs. The majority of land hermit crab species worldwide are unfortunately using trash as shells. Wow. New studies have found Plastic is the most pervasive element of marine waste with harmful impact on wildlife, and it can be dangerous for hermit crabs. A, 19, a 2019 study of the Cocos Islands, a remote Australian territory in the Indian Ocean, found that over half a million of the island's hermit crabs had crawled inside such items as bottles and gotten stuck and died. Damn. Yeah. So they're trying to use like whatever is around you know and um they will use things to try and attract mates so they want to use like unique shells so they be using all type of weird stuff like that that they find to try and attract mates so yeah there you have it that is our very nature oriented things i learned this week now go touch some grass we'll be right back to the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up we up, we up, we up, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I, Amanda Seals, I'm not available to pick up right now, but I've been thinking about you. So go ahead and let me know what's up. You can get in on any of our topics or let me know what you think about the show. After the beat, leave me a message. Hi, Amanda. I'm calling in regards to the group chat topic of manners um, and how you talked about how Lil Wayne did not ask his son to stand up when they met Queen Latifah. I can't say whether I agree or disagree, but I'm just speaking on my experience. As somebody who was like, I guess you could say mid to older Gen Z, I was born in 2003, and I was taught, you know, the manners or etiquette of speaking when someone walks through the door or, you know, when you walk into someone's door, speak to, you know, whoever you see who else in there. If it's an elder, like, I don't know, maybe it's like a difference between like what a man should do and what like a woman should do, what a boy should do, what a girl should do. Um, but I was never taught to stand up when someone enters the room. Like, to me, that kind of reads as like, I don't know, like something that I saw that people did with like royalty or like, I don't know. So Her name is Queen. Again, I have no opinions, <laughs> but... Yeah, just my personal experience. I was never really taught that. Maybe that's something that stopped after a certain generation. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, her name is Queen. Um, I think in this case, too, it's not like she just entered a room. You know, like she like approached them at a basketball yeah. game. They were sitting down, you know, like you just... You know what it is? You rise to meet people. Like even to this day, like if I'm sitting down and someone comes over to say hello to me... I will rise like just as yeah. a natural. And if I don't rise, a lot of times 
It's because I don't care about that person or my back is hurting. It was kind of like, here's Queen Latifah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was giving me. No. They was like, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't have that. <laughs> Always respect. Always respect. Would you think the expectation be different if if the sons were actually daughters, if they were girls? No. No, but I wonder if the expectation would be different if it was um, like a male icon, like if Snoop had walked over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have stood up for that. You think so? I don't but think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I yeah. genuinely don't know. Yeah. I genuinely Neither don't know. Do I, but yeah, yeah. We'll be... We'll... We'll see, because I'm sure that Lil Wayne has now had to have a conversation, or at least with at least one of his children's mothers. <laughs> you got us out here looking crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I am Amanda Seals. How's everybody doing out there? Today's Friday, February 2nd. On this day, listen up. On this day in 1990, F.W. de Klerk, the former state president of South Africa, boo, opened the South African parliament and promised to free Nelson Mandela. Bring back. Bring him back home to Soweto. I want to see you walking down the streets of South Africa. Oh, whoa, whoa. That's a real throwback. <laughs> Listen, Amandla, Oweto. Just a side note, there's an incredible documentary called Amandla, Apartheid and Four-Part Harmony that talks about the, um, the importance of music to the actual revolution against apartheid in South Africa. And it's really like I have the soundtrack. Like, I mean, I I remember seeing that. I can't even tell you how long ago I saw that. It had to be in the early 2000s. And like it still lives in me to this day. So uh, something worth checking out. But um, we are we are watching apartheid take place in Israel. And I want to shout out to South Africa uh, for bringing before the International Court of Justice the case against Israel. And the ruling was actually not definitive in saying that Israel wasn't committing genocide. So it wasn't the ceasefire that people were wanting, but it definitely did say, hold on now, y'all y'all ain't off the hook. Uh, now today we are going to be spreading more black joy like we always do. And our headliner of the week is joining us. Chicago's own Thelonious Monk is going to be here for the record. So make sure to keep it locked right here. We got more show for you at the Amanda Seal. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. It's a Black Joy Friday. Supreme, give him a little bit of this. A story of Black Joy. Nothing brings out the Black Joy like a HBCU. So students at HBCUs like FAMU, Florida A&M, are getting a direct pathway to careers in finance thanks to a program sponsored by Bloomberg for Education and Bloomberg Human Resources. The two organizations have expanded their trading challenge to new universities, allowing more students from underserved communities to learn key skills in navigating the capital market. Florida A&M School of Business has a long legacy of training students to be capable and well-prepared young business professionals. And Bloomberg will play a role in that training process. So that's Black Joy, even though none of the people I know that went to FAMU are young Black professionals. They like to get it in with partying, but just... Let me... Well, I do. I know a fa- I know some FAMUs. Shout out to the Rat List. Uh, one of my really best friends and uh, the director of my documentary in Amanda We Trust is James Bland, and he okay. is a young Black professional who has charted his own course through this uh, through this industry as a creative, but it was the business skills and acumen and marketing that he learned at FAMU that have really allowed him to be able to do so independently and really shape um, his, his work. And you can check out his series Giants on YouTube and it was on Clio as well, but this brother managed to get an Emmy for his web series. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So shout out to the Rattlers, all right? Uh, and you can also check out my documentary, In Amanda We Trust, at inamandawetrust.com. We'll be right back, right here on the Black Joy Friday to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show, del- delving deep, deep into your favorite creator's right. musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to go picky picky for the record with actor, writer, comedian, felonious monk. You know how it goes. I give them the scenario. They give me the song. We're going to learn about people through the music that they love. All right. Mm. Monk, so you talk about having spent time in the incarceration system. Um, What is a song that reminds you of the day you got out. Ooh, um, wow. I was, I was gonna say One Love. I'm gonna say One Love. Um, one Love from? By Nas. By one Nas. Love, One Love, One mm-hmm. Love. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Harold Poole, wrote the lyrics to that song out in a letter that he wrote me while I was locked up. And up, I just kid? remember it's such a personal what up kid. I know time's hard doing your bid. When bid. the cops came, you should have slid to my crib. That mm-hmm. like that. I had never like I Nas wasn't out yet. All we had was friendly game of baseball. So that's all I knew of Nas. And when I heard that song, I was like, I need to hear this filmatic thing. Um, and so when I came home, one of the first things that I wanted to do was to touch faces with the people who kept me alive while I was in there because those letters and visits and and phone calls, the people who accepted the phone calls, because back then you didn't put money on the books for the phone calls. They had to accept a collect call. 
And yep. for someone to collect, to accept a collect call from you, they knew they were going to pay $15, $20 just to have 15 minutes of conversation. So the first thing I wanted to do was to show love to the people who had kept me. It was six years. And multiple times during that six years, I wanted to tap out. And so I, I, One Love does it because I, to this day, Harold Poole doesn't, he might not even know that he saved my life um, multiple times in prison because for somebody to care about me enough who wasn't blood related to me, Mm-hmm. to write down the lyrics when we didn't have genius. You know what I mean? Shout out to right. Rob. We didn't have genius. We didn't have lyrics, music lyric, that AZ lyric. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. didn't have any of that. He had to listen to the song over and over again and Nas had a different flow. He had to write and he wrote the whole song out line for line. And he doesn't know what that means. Uh, and if he, if, I hope he's listen, he listens to this and he hears that. He saved my life from 92 to 98 multiple times because I got a chance, well, at least from 93, to, to read that letter over and over again. And that song wow. reminds me of coming home because somebody loved me that much. Somebody cared about me that much. So yeah, that, that song. All right, that's a good song. I almost cried. Right, Damn it, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Harold, you got me. That's what we do. That's what we do. Whew. Shout out to Illmatic, one of the greatest albums of all time. All right. Well, let's take you back a little bit further. You uh, spent some time in the country in Virginia. What is a song that reminds you of that era of your young life? Oh, man. Um, I used to be, I wanted to be a rapper so bad in that era. Like, I thought I, I thought that's what I was going to be doing, not comedy. And, okay. um, YZ was from, from, um, it was, a, it was a, one of those 5% rappers, like during the poor righteous teachers era uh-huh. and YZ had Rock this song, this the flow joint. was so great, right. During that era. And they were actually beefing for something. I never know, never know the origin of that beef, but he had this song where he was like, I'm the A-N-T-H-O-W-I-H-I-L-L, caught my breath. So now I say, well, and the, the flow was so crazy that I, I, I never heard that, right? Like we were listening right. to, you know, KRS, Big Daddy Kane, everybody was trying to, I'm the hardest rapper of all time. And he had this jazzy, and the, the rhyme was so, like, okay. rah, it was, it was, that was, and like the lyrics was, my rhymes grow and grow like the nose on Pinocchio. As I flow, you still stand at your intro. Caught in the days, you take x-rays of the things I say, because I display the right way of an MC. And I was like, this is the greatest rap song I've ever heard. <laughs> no one is YZ on their top 10, 15, 20 list. But there was something about that that felt like home for me. We got more records that we want to hear from you when we continue it for the record right here at the Amanda Seal Show. You know how it is. I give them the scenario. They give me the song. So keep it locked right here to learn more about Felonious Monk with the music that he loves. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are going for the record with comedian, writer, actor, Felonious Monk, our headliner of the week. If you missed him yesterday, on Group Chat Thursday, you missed a whole lot of gems being dropped, so make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast to check that one out. All right, we got a couple more. All right, let's go with For the Record. Let me ask you, mm, what is a song that feels like fatherhood to you? Just the two of us, both versions. Both Both versions, versions. Bill Um, and Will. Bill and, and Bill and Will. 
Billiam and Willard. Uh, <laughs> the original, the original for my daughter, mm-hmm. um, because at that time, like I said, I married her mom, and I know, you know, in retrospect, I shouldn't have, but she really became. I had never been. I had never felt like that about a thing. Not life. Not work. Not school. I saw her, and it was literally just the two of us. It didn't matter what else was happening. All right. Last I but guess. not least, you're a comic. I have a certain song mm-hmm. that I play every time I feel like I killed a set um, or I really like Molly Wapped mm-hmm. a show. What is that song mm-hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, Sean Price. Um, Sean Price has a song called yes. Onion Heads. And in the intro to the song Onion Heads, he's talking that, that uh, you know what I mean? That, uh, you, 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 it's not what you want. You knew Sean it's not hey. what you want. But he also says <laughs> in that song, he's like, yo, it's the felonious monk. He says that at the beginning of the song. So for me, it's like the idea for a comic is always, I'm trying to make it. What's the next, you know, I remember I want to get paid to do a show. Then I want to get, I want to do, I want to headline a club. Then I want to headline a weekend. Then I want to do a theater. Um, and so I don't know if there's a level of success. Maybe when you, you know, when you're Kevin Hart or whatever, you're at a point where you're like, I, there's no higher level of comedy success. But there's something about where I am right now in my career, which is still like, I'm respected as a comic, but I'm not on enough list yet. And Sean P is that for me. Like, I like I like listening to Jay. There's some hype there. But Sean P is like, yo, if you like rap, you like Sean P. If you don't like Sean P, you don't like rap. But you might not have him in your list, and you should. And so that that you should felonious monk. That that's that that's that. Yeah, y'all know what it was. You didn't know who I was when I came on stage, but you know now. <laughs> yeah, it's the felonious monk. That's my that's my one. That's that one. I'm gonna play that's that this week. One. I'm gonna play that for the next. That two is his one. Y'all know. Y'all just learned so much about felonious monk namely that he should be on your lists all right all right well thank you so much for joining us you gave us all the goods and you know what we just appreciate when folks really join the show and be like locked in so thank you so much for giving us all of that y'all know what to do where can they check out more felonious monk and get your dates when they can see you and uh get you on that list if they don't already have you there Let's do that. Uh, you can catch me on all the socials at Felonious Monk, F-E-L-O-N-I-O-U-S underscore M-U-N-K. February 3rd, I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa uh, at Teehees. February 9th and 10th, I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota uh, and Madison, Wisconsin with Roy Wood Jr. doing those theaters I've talked about. I'm doing that thing. I'm doing a theater show with Roy. Uh, April 23rd and 24th. Oh, wow. April 23rd, I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights. And then April 24th, I will be in Virginia Beach, Virginia at the Funny Ball. All the tickets are up and available on my link tree or on my Twitter or on my Instagram. They're somewhere. If you can't find them, hit me up. I'll make sure that you get them. Uh, but pull up on me. I'm going to make you giggle. You might pee a little bit. So wear some strong underwear. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. And I'm going right, to just play so Onion Head at the beginning so to remind you all. Yeah, come out to Onion Head. Do that. That's what you got to do. All right, y'all, you know what you got to do. You got to keep it up right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hello? 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 <laughs> gotcha. You know 
I'm old school. It's Amanda Seals from the Amanda Seals Show. I want you to go ahead and leave me a message. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know if you learned something. Drop it after the beat. You know what to do. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Yeah, this is Max from Willingboro, New Jersey. Um, I want to agree with the other host uh, about the Snoop Dogg thing. Uh, where they said that, you know, to do your own research is the best way to go when it comes to picking a political candidate. Um, you know, like we had Cardi B pushing for Joe Biden really hard. You had Diddy with um, Get Out and Vote, you know, Rock the Vote and all these things in the past. So we've always had celebrities, you know, uh, give their opinion on, on on the candidates and things like that. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, you never know who's being paid, or you know, mm. one hand washes the other, and in, in, in that yeah. type of arena. So it is definitely best with something as serious as um, the president of the United States um, to do your own research. Thank you. Listen, I I say that for everything. Do your own research is not just asking everybody who researched. By the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I really be seeing folks out here that are being put in positions of um, expertise that don't have any expertise and that aren't doing any research and are literally just like asking one or two people and then regurgitating whatever point of view those one or two people say. So you got to make sure that you yourself as an individual are arming yourself with information and it can come from a various amount of places. I know some people didn't want to read, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to sit down in the, and, and read in that way. But we here at the Amanda Seal Show, we do our best to try and at least give y'all uh, stories that are reflective of different candidates. You can listen to podcasts, um, you know, watch stuff on YouTube. There's so many people yeah. now that have dedicated themselves to creating ways in which people can get information in digestible ways. You just have to make it your business to at least take this extra step to say, well, let me get that information. TikTok, Instagram, People have committed themselves to like, I'm going to teach y'all about this in one minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Not just listening to Snoop or Cardi B. Like, come on. <laughs> we got to do better. They rap. <laughs> and and that is not, that doesn't undermine their legitimacy as citizens who are out here. Right. But the reality is, is that they are, um, they can be a source, but they can't be the source. Ooh, bar. We'll be right back, yo. <laughs> <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seals and it is National Tater Tot Day. Mm. Are you a tater totter? I like tater tots. I don't like them more than french fries, but... So that's the thing. I always think that I like them more than french fries when they're offered because I'm a nostalgia geek and then I always end up disappointed. Like, Amanda, this is not the same. This is not the same. And I I had to really check myself because the, the, the series of disappointments were actually continuous. Like... Oh, y'all got tater tots? And I'll be hype. 
<laughs> give me fries. <laughs> give me fries, man. You're an adult. You're an adult. Uh, well, we're going to be sharing more Black Joy for you this hour. We also got the Black Spin and things I learned this week. So if you miss any of the show, remember, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, you can follow us on the Instagrams at Seals Said It. All right? At Seals Said It. Our phone lines are always open. Hit us up. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to do a little... <laughs> Black spin. Y'all know you love when me and DJ Supreme talk about hip hop. Now we were talking about beefs earlier this week, right? Mm-hmm. What's beef? Beef is when, yeah. So we're talking about your favorite hip hop beef songs. You got to define what's beef. Shout out to the late great notorious B.I.G. What are some of your favorites over the years? Well, you've been calling me um, Amanda Pock. <laughs> Shakur. <laughs> and uh, Hit Him Up definitely mm. is a beef yes. record. I feel like Hit Him Up is the quintessential yes. beef record. Change when people, s- right? Because when people say things like, oh, such and such is off limits. No, nope. it's beef. No. Nope. Nothing is off limits. There, there, It's limitless. First off, (laughs) first line, first line, (laughs) like literally first line obliterating, obliterating your entire existence. So I would say hit him up is my favorite. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. So takeover, when I first heard takeover, you know, we, we mob deep fans over here. Yeah. So, you that know, he was me. like, that hurt me. I kind of stopped liking Jay-Z after that. I felt I took that personal. I took that personal. I also was just like, so we're making fun of prodigy for dancing as a child, <laughs> like in his mother owned a dance studio. I like this. The summer jam screaming was a real thing. However, when ether came out, cause at that time I was a big, big Nas fan. And when ether came out, I was so glad to see that he had come at him yes. for real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I got to tell you the, the, the response to ether, I think, I think Nas won. And I'm going to say that because Absolutely. when Jay-Z came back, the comeback was, wasn't it? He was thrown off like Nicki Minaj. I feel like Nicki Minaj had a kind of, you know, super ugly response to to Megan. She, she wasn't expecting that. So she had to get in the studio ASAP. That's the same vibe Jay was feeling with super ugly. I mean, I don't know the songs, but during the time where state prop, like Beanie Siegel was beefing with the locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was a mixtape beef. Yeah. And it was a time. Yeah. It was a time. They would have like new songs every other week talking about each other. That's what I was just about to say. Like you were waiting. I remember being in New York, listening to Taking It to the Streets. And, you know, you would have DJ K Slay rest in peace. And he would mm-hmm. drop, you know, somebody's. And then the next week you'd have Green Lantern. And he'd be like, yo, I got the response. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was a that was an epic time. That was an epic time. But these days, like I've noticed that I'm not even mentioning like yeah, Drake and 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 Terrence. I mean, Pusha T. Like, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Nah, that's different. That was different. It wasn't. I think because you don't have the underground culture. Like the other day, I actually found um, my mixtape booklet, and there was a little Kim 
Foxy Brown this over I forget what she was going over I'm like I don't even remember hearing this before. <laughs> I didn't even know that Foxy Brown. I know exactly where my mixtape booklet is by the way I can walk to it right now yeah I, I know you can <laughs> y'all know I'm an archivalist you could call it hoarding but it's organized that's what makes it an archivalist historian well you know as we yes a historian uh, as we see the beefs continue to bubble let's hope that it's quality beef I feel like right now we're getting wow. real end of the week yeah. back of the slab beef and I want that prime prime cut that I want that prime cut premium beef yeah yeah, yeah. That's what we want, and that's what we're going to get. All right, we got it locked right here. If there's any beefs we forgot, y'all hit us up. I know. Okay, wait. You know what the actual greatest beef record of all time is? What's that? The bridge is over. The bridge oh, is over. Oh, yeah. The bridge is yes, over. The bridge yes. is over. That <laughs> it's the big coming in the car with that weekend MC <laughs> down with the sound called BDP. I wasn't even from the Bronx. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and the beat is crazy. That you better off talking yeah. about your whack, Puma Sneaker. Yo, yes. That's the Godfather right there. All right. I know some of y'all was like, I got not gonna. Yes. Yeah. We did it. Apologies. (laughs) Apologies. And now we shall continue the show. We'll be right back, y'all. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. That's the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And we about to head on out of here. Hope everybody has a fabulous safe, relaxing weekend. Uh, if you miss out on the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to Felonious Monk, our headliner of the week, who joined us to go picky picky for the record. So if you know, if you're looking for something to um, also listen to this weekend, check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Prison Feminism with Richie Reseda. It just really is an, a unique podcast. Richie Reseda is an organizer an activist who did time in prison and while there did a program called Prison Feminism that really helped to shape and change the lives of the brothers who were in there doing time and I think it's just a really unique story and something that we need to hear more of and he's also a prison abolitionist and so I think that's another perspective that y'all could really benefit from checking out so remember that is Small Doses Podcast Side Effects of Prison Feminism you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and you can check it out wherever you get your podcast also while you're on your Amanda Seals trip make sure to subscribe to my Patreon and to go to AmandaSeals.com to find out when I will be doing stand-up in your city I will be in Dallas on February 25th All right. February 25th, I will be in Birmingham, Alabama on March 22nd and 23rd. Those tickets are going to go on sale next week, so look out for that. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Have a safe one, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.